Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I've been addicted to porn since I was nine years old. So over half my life because I'm 19 now. I literally just relapsed and I wanted to use this post as a form of accountability. Throughout my entire self-improvement journey, porn has been the only habit I haven't been able to kick. Right now, I believe my purpose layer is to destroy this addiction for good. After extensive journaling, I've realized that this addiction is the root of all of my limiting beliefs and self-doubt that's stopping me from reaching my full potential. You know, a big part of the problem of porn as well, especially when you're here, like if you can relate to this young man or if, Navid, if you're watching this, Navid, is the shame that you get from it as well. Shame is apparently the worst emotion that a human can feel. There's been like weird studies to try and figure that out. And it's like the the least healthy emotion that you could feel, shame. And shame comes when you do something that you know you shouldn't. I think this is why so many young men struggle with self-improvements because you enter, let's say stage zero is you don't know about self-improvements. Stage one is that you know about self-improvement, but you're stuck in this depressive phase because you know about self-improvement, but you're not consistent on it. And so the guys who get stuck in stage one, the self-improvement depression stage, they get fucked because now their mental health is worse than before. Before they just had the bad habits. Now they've got the bad habits with the awareness of how bad these habits are. Like when you were a dumb little kid, you didn't really know about like dopamine when you played video games. You kind of knew that video games weren't really good for you, but it was something you often didn't really think about. You kind of heard that like sugar wasn't good to get a six pack, but you never really thought about it. So you had those bad habits, but they didn't really affect you that negatively until unfortunately you started watching my videos. I, I, basically baptized you with self-improvement, but you keep doing the bad habits. Now your mental health is fucked up because now there's shame. And so we need to get a young man who's in this situation. We need to get you out of it. And the good news is I know exactly what we can do for men like Naveed. And if you're watching this and for any other young men out there who are struggling with a similar process where you want to quit some kind of habit like porn, 
but you're making quite slow progress or inconsistent progress, keep watching because I'm going to teach you how to do that. I've made a lot of progress on my own. I used to relapse one or two times a day, but now I normally relapse anywhere between eight to 12 times a month. That's good, really good progress. So you went down from about 30 to 60 times a month to around eight to 12. That's very good. This month, I decided to start tracking my relapses and I've only relapsed four times. And it, he posted this on the 17th of January. That's very good. This addiction has mentally and physically fucked up my sex life, my thoughts and my self-image. I sat down the other day and I honestly only have a handful of memories from childhood bef before I was exposed to porn. I'm getting really close to fully beating this thing. I can feel it. I've started doing visualizations of beating this addiction and constantly saying I'm not my thoughts whenever I get an urge. So far, those two have really helped. For those of you who have been able to quit, do you have any advice that might be able to get me through that final stretch? I'm going to quit porn this year. The difference compared to before is that I am not alone. Good man. Thank you for posting this, bro. Let's read a couple of the comments and then I'll give you my advice. One thing that a lot of people have told me and I've told others is to help them is keeping yourself busy. If you use social media, unfollow any degenerates or models, download a blocker, blocker for porn. This is a really important one. Um, you know, let me just quickly tell you my story. I know that your, your Jeffrey brain is going to keep reading the comments because you can't focus on two things at once. So just keep your eyes on me and this will help you like improve your attention span as well, which is also fucked. When I first discovered porn, I was 17 years old. I'm 26 now. So I'm kind of like a veteran in this area. And I struggled a lot. You know why? Because I wanted to stop fapping, but I kept on doing the same habits that would lead to the trigger and to the fapping happening. I'd wake up, grab my phone and scroll on social media. I'd scroll onto Instagram and see ass. I'd scroll down Reddit and start basically watching porn. And how hard is it to fucking not fap when you're looking at porn? Extremely hard, right? So I was putting myself in the exact same environment where the fapping happened. This reminds me of... In world no in in the Vietnam War this is going to be interesting as fuck you're going to love this right in the before I tell you that just quickly make sure you subscribe because when you subscribe the channel grows more people find this kind of knowledge and more people get onto self improvement the same way that you are which means that you're more likely to meet a friend who's like this in real life so when you subscribe you're more likely to be less lonely in real life go and do this right now go and subscribe yeah 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 like comments <laughs> so the Vietnam War was a very interesting place where American soldiers were there and a lot of them became crackheads because imagine okay these american soldiers have been sent to vietnam it's brutal their their military buddies have been getting killed by weird fucking booby traps like fucking sharp sticks being fired at them randomly when they step on a pressure plate or some shit you've seen your best friend's throat get ripped out it's fucked right you've you've had trench foot your your feet and your socks have been wet for like 13 weeks straight it's all fucked right the amount of drugs that those American soldiers was doing was absolutely insane to the point that many people at the time thought that there was going to be like a chaos and outbreak when they eventually come back home. They were all doing hard drugs. They were doing crack. They were doing, um, what, what, what was it now? Like um, meth and everything, like full on crackhead drugs, right? What happened? After the Vietnam War, was there a chaotic, like a chaotic moment of soldiers, crackhead soldiers coming back and being like weird on the streets and being crackheads? Have you ever looked into the history books? Was there? No. Those American soldiers came back once the war was declared basically a fucking failure. And basically all of them stopped taking drugs. Why? They took some of the most addictive substances known to man 
And the moment they came back from war, they stopped it. Why? Because the environment plays a huge part in our decisions. So what happened was these men were taking these drugs in an environment which was pushing them to do so because it was the only source of like pleasure and distraction and escape that they could get. Once they came back, their environment changed to one which was a lot more pleasant. And, you know, they, they got paid from the military and they're now middle class people with a white picket fence and a and a bride and, you know, a child and stuff. They, they weren't in the same environment anymore and so they didn't feel a pull to take that drug in 2020 i lived at the start of 2020 i lived in this city called manchester in uk and it's like this it's kind of like being in vietnam but just worse because it's like this depraved fucking degenerate city this graffiti and like drug addicts it's like let me just show you fucking do you want to see some pictures like manchester night out it's like just degen as fuck and like if you go like graffiti and graffiti there's rubbish all over the floor there's girls who are just like pissing on the floor you walk through like dark alleyways and like if i showed you what my my walk to work used to look like imagine walking through places like this when it's like dark as fuck and there's like just guys just like four guys sat on the floor they're saying shit to you as you walk past there's drugs there's full-on syringes you don't even fucking understand i'd have to step over syringes that homeless guys would use there'd be packets of blood and weird shit on the floor right you don't even realize like manchester seems like like a lot of people have been there it's like a, it seems like a kind of a wholesome city it is depraved right so i i had my my own version of vietnam living there and i was addicted to porn i was addicted to video games i was addicted to junk food and most importantly i was addicted to weed i smoked weed every day in my apartment didn't want to leave i'd, I'd run to the gym and then run back and then I'd basically smoke weed all day every day hated my life the day that i moved back home to my family's house in a middle class area in a safe area where there's no graffiti no rubbish there's old people walking their dogs and there's children going to school that same day i quit weed quit eating shit food, sugar and stuff, quit video games, quit wasting time watching shit, porn, and got onto like the biggest self-improvements protocol out there, like the Adonis protocol. I had basically like, I, I'm probably like the number, at least the top 10, if not number one, most changed the man through COVID because of that move back home. I went from a complete zero to a hundred transformation because I changed my environment. When I moved back home, I didn't need weed. I didn't need these bad habits. And so this is my advice to you, Naveed, and for other men. You need to change your environment and have it work for you, not against you. What are certain things that you can change? Now, if you can move houses, that's fucking awesome. That will be such an easy win. If you kind of, let's say you're able to move to university or you can move out of your home from your parents' home, you can kind of associate that with like, yep, this is the new version of myself and I'm like an Adonis. I'm like this. I'm like this. I'm not going to be like this. I can just be whoever I want. People will treat me like that. That can really help. But if you can't do that, if you can't move out, see what part of your current environment you can change. So when I was struggling with NoFap, one of the things I could have changed is don't go on your fucking phone first thing in the morning. Don't go on your phone when you know that's where you fap. So I'd ask Naveed for, right now for any young man who's struggling with, with, with fapping is what do you watch when you're fapping? What do you look at? Just don't bullshit yourself. What exactly what is it? Is it Instagram? Is it reels? Is it pictures? Is it Reddit posts? Is it fucking TikTok? Is it Pornhub? Is it a certain website? And now picture yourself in three, third person where you usually are. 
most likely it's usually your room or the bathroom, right? And usually there's something that leads up to that. Maybe the lead up to that is like, oh, you just woke up and grabbed your phone or you started feeling horny through the day and then you went to the, your bathroom to crank one out, right? Change the thing that leads up to that environment. So if you fap first thing in the morning and you usually grab your phone, you scroll for a little bit, then you fap, throw your phone in the other room. It's that fucking simple. I wish I could fucking slap you in the face right now if you won't do this. If you fap first thing in the morning and it's because you grab your phone, if you don't, tonight like as soon as possible grab your phone and put it in a different room so it's not in the same room as you you're a fucking jeffrey pussy because i've told you this advice the amount of guys that i'll give advice to like this and they won't listen to it and they'll keep staying in this fucking rut and i'm telling them like there's no value to keeping your phone in your room what's wrong with you and then they'll fight against me and be like hamza has four reasons why you're wrong number one i need my phone to fall asleep number two i need an alarm clock and i'm like trying to break this belief like bro use a fucking normal alarm clock get a broken phone and use it buy an alarm clock from from amazon like why are you a fucking dumb kid that i have to tell you like how to navigate the world don't fight against me i'm giving you a piece of advice that will save your fucking life one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare. that's why united healthcare offers flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more learn more at uh1.com Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This will save your life if you listen to it. If you fat first thing in the morning, grab your phone and put it in a different room. It's that simple. Figure out the other stuff like the alarm clock and whatever else. Figure that out elsewhere. Go get an alarm clock on Amazon right now. Go use your mum's old phone or some bullshit. Figure it out and you'll wake up to the alarm if you have to for school or something. If you're not in school anymore, then you don't really need an alarm anymore if you're not in school or work or anything. It's better if you don't sleep with an alarm. But fix that, man. That's one of the first things you can do. If you're fapping first thing in, in the morning, throw that shit away and put your phone away. You know, the moment I did that, and you know, I didn't even put it in a different room. I just put my phone on the other side of the room. I, at nighttime, as soon as I would get the awareness that I knew what I was about to do, whether I would fap at nighttime before going to sleep, you know, in my bed, or I knew that I'd wake up and want to watch porn, I would set my alarm on at nighttime, you know, do the last things I needed to do on my phone. And then I would literally do this. I'm not even joking. I'd slide it across my carpet, like the floor to the other side of the room. And it would always like bump into like my wardrobe and I'd keep it there because then when I'd wake up, I'd still hear the alarm. So I didn't need to buy like an alarm on Amazon. But then when I'd wake up, hear the alarm and I needed to get out of bed for it. Sometimes, sorry, sometimes I'd want to pick it up and get back into bed, but it gave me a, a bigger kind of space to realize, wait, 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 don't get back into bed because that's the shit version of you that you're not going to like one hour from now. So get your phone and just go straight to the bathroom and get ready for the day. And that, so that saved me. That really helped me. You need to figure out ways that you can change your environment. Let's look at some of the comments from Richard. The strategy is to do it less and less. Cutting it off completely will only make it worse once you relapse again. Joe upset. I disagree, bro. When you cut it down, it 
keeps you craving for more. When I go from eating the box of candy to only two a day, I'm still eating candy a day. When I go from eating the box of candy to no candy, I'm an athlete who doesn't enjoy candy. I actually think both Richard and Joep are right here. I think both of them have given good advice, and I think that both can can happen. The, the, the truth is, if you cut it out cold turkey, if you can, you would have already. The problem is, when it's an addiction, you've got to see it as kind of like a progressive overload and not a binary. No fap should not be a binary where it's like, I don't fap or I do fap. It's how many times you fap. That's the, the bigger thing is you need to see how many times you fap. And that is, um, that's what you need to be focused on. Just like, for example, it's not about whether you bench press or you don't bench press. It's about what weight you use for the bench press. And so what he's saying is lower the weight so that it's easier for your current strength level. Lower the weight is kind of like progressive unloading, like progressive like overload in the gym where you slightly make it harder and harder and harder. That's really smart. This is kind of like setting the bar on 100 kg and telling a beginner to hit it and saying, no, 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 but if you hit this, then you're, you've hit 100 kg and you're an athlete now. Yeah, fair enough. But it's like, if he can't hit it, then what? Then he's not going to go to the gym. He's not going to even hit the bench press. He's not even going to train it, right? He'll, he'll try it when you're there and you'll spot him and he'll just scare him. And then, you know, the weight will fall down on his chest, right? No fap. And leveling up your strength in the gym is very similar where I really do think the progressive overload mindset is better. I think you should set up things to really avoid fapping, but you should be fine with seeing this progressive decrease because if you're fine with seeing the decrease, like how he is here that he used to fap 30 to 60 times a month and now it's like eight to 12. If you're fine with seeing that, you'll go through the months and actually feel good about this journey. Otherwise, what will happen is before I, I figured like the progressive overload mindset out myself, what happened was I had months and even like a year of just pain of trying to like, you know, quit. And what I didn't realize was I was actually reducing it over the months. And so I was seeing success, but I didn't see it as success because I had a binary mindset, this all or nothing mindset, and it didn't serve me. If personally, if I could go back and speak to younger Hamza, I'd tell him this advice here. I'd tell him progressively unload it, like basically like the gym and it counts how many times you fap per month right now and half it every month because only in a few months you've basically gotten to close enough to zero and you're basically at the point where you just don't fap anymore if you try and make it zero right now that's like trying to make the weight too high in the gym and you can go and attempt it and attempt it and attempt it and you'll just keep failing so i actually really like richard's advice here david said read the easy peasy method to quit porn and after that and read it every day the addiction is not the issue. You are the issue. Your brain, your brainwashing. You only do it because you've been brainwashed to do it. So you see value in it. The only way to quit is by deconstructing the imagined value of porn and destroying the brainwashing. Read easy peasy method and say affirmations. If I'm honest, you know, through my work as like the self-improvement YouTuber, I've heard a lot of men recommend the easy peasy method, but I've often seen the same men end up complaining about relapsing. So it's like, I, I, it's got brilliant marketing that they, he gets like people to talk about it that, you know, I've spoke to the author once before, but I'm not sure it's a, as effective as like the internet t says it to be. I've seen lots of guys who read it and then just still relapse. In fact, most of the people I ever see who talk about it end up relapsing more because it's like, it, it's really, it's an important psychological, um, rewiring of your brain of your belief system to say like basically my understanding of it is like just to say like yeah this you know you don't even enjoy it you don't even want to fap anyway which is nice it's kind of like a good like mindset to have issue is you still need really practical things you still need like a practical um action plan to get away from this addiction and i really think this mindset here is more powerful i really think it's almost like a goal that okay if you fap once a day you fap 30 times a month make 
your goal for this month or for the next month like 20 times then make it 10 times then make it five times then make it three times and at that point if you're fapping three times a month honestly it's if i'm honest it's not that bad anymore and then if you want to okay get it to two times get it to one time get it to zero times but you should be okay with this process taking months to really get to that point of zero that golden point because it took you years to build up this addiction. And so it should take at least months to kind of dewire it. Thinking that you can just read an ebook and then suddenly it just cures the problem. In my opinion, it's like, it, it's not right. It's, it's too, um, people think it's a shortcut when actually it's not. Something that has helped me is deep breathing. When you first think of porn, your sexual sexuality energy starts in your mind then goes to your dick the goal is to spread this energy across your entire body so that the sexual tension and energy is no longer in one place but across your body breathe deep until you can feel it in your belly then breathe it so you can feel it in your balls hope this helps you exactly bro chapter 11 of napoleon hills think and grow rich sexual transmutation sex energy is just like another form of energy and you can harness the same energy into your work and business into working out and much more by using the method you outlined then setting the intention to only focus on one thing for a period of time after transforming the sexual energy into productive energy this is actually very very good advice right there this is something that i've learned from the book the way of the superior man and also thinking grow rich mentions it. i've never actually read think grow rich i've just i've heard so much about it but i've never actually bothered to read it that much but um the idea is when you do inevitably get an urge you know the next time you want a fap because no matter what ebook you read if you do the easy peasy method or if you do like this progressive overload method all of them can work but here's the truth you're going to get the desire to fap again you're going to get the desire to you're going to feel horny as fuck again i want to tell you now the last thing of what actually you should do when you have that energy right inside of you where you really want to like burst and spew out the energy out of your dick right now it's the harness the energy and this is going to sound wishy-washy but i really think it's good advice the next time you feel really horny really focus on taking massive breaths it really helps more than you you think so you need to find a way that you could remember to do this because when you're in that jeffrey like goblin mode when all you can think about is spewing the energy out of your pee pee you kind of don't remember this but if you can maybe like think about the exact time you usually want to fap maybe it's at night time or morning time you want to put like an alarm or a calendar thing on your phone to remember this or maybe you want to write down a piece of paper or whatever to remind yourself to do this when you really want to fap and spew out that's fem that sexual energy really think about taking massive breaths slow breaths and really try and feel it inside of your body it helps more than you could imagine i'll do one breath with you just kind of try and imitate what you can see with me take a massive breath in Take a breath in all the way that you can feel it in your lower stomach, in your belly, next to your belly button. Right now, I'm only feeling mine in my chest. So sometimes you need to like stretch and open up your stomach a bit. You need to like forcefully like press it into your stomach. It sounds weird. If you do just a couple of breaths like that, the next time you get an urge, you're going to feel a lot better. And the final thing you can do is just try and visualize that urge, that sexual energy, kind of like literal physical energy, kind of like a colorful gas, like a red gas, like a mist 
over your dick or sometimes over your brain like you're fantasizing about you know sleeping with this girl or about watching that porn you know that particular porn clip that you watched previously sometimes your sexual energy is like a, a red mist that's just like over your mind or over your dick and with breath you can make that energy spread to right out to your fingertips to your toes all over your body and when you do that it feels kind of energizing rather than this kind of jeffrey you know like smelly goblin mode when you have that disgusting thing when you're just like neurotic and you're just thinking about sex and and fapping it's because that red mist has become too condensed and stuck in like over your, either your dick or your mind and with the breath if you just kind of visualize that this kind of weird red mist that i'm talking about red mist like mist as in like a smoke cloud or something imagine like this red cloud and it's like so condensed that it's dark red over your dick that's when you really want to fap that's sexual energy or sometimes it's really condensed like this dark red cloud is over your mind and that's when you're obsessed that's when you're like literally mentally fantasizing about fucking or about watching porn what you need to do is with the breath just like visualize that red mist dispersing and getting more like pink and and spread out over your body and when it touches your your toes and your fingers at that point it starts to feel good you start to get like you know like sometimes you feel like you've got high testosterone but it feels like it's a good way where you're energetic whereas other times you feel like you've got high testosterone but it's like this goblin jeffrey way where you feel like just dirty and horny and you just want to spread your seed and you just want to like not quickly if this if this practice will help you feel that sort of pleasant high testosterone where you feel like energetic and you're like oh let's just do push-ups let's do this let's work hard so that eventually we can sleep with the woman that we actually really want i know that sounds vague but i really think that it'll help you so so thank you for naveed who did this finally a few things go in comments below right now what you think of this advice because Naveed and other men who are struggling with this will go and see it especially if you disagree with me go and comment below and tell me what you think tell Naveed and other young men what your mindset is if you agree or even if you disagree and make sure you subscribe and share all the YouTube stuff and um, if you want to join this community this is Adonis School I've also got Adonis Gang the free version they're both linked in the description come and join Adonis Gang grows by like 10 uh, by a thousand people every day it'll soon be on 50,000 members which is fucking sick isn't it so go and join them by the links in the description right now click and watch this video take care planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.